This is a fresh agenda, bringing your productivity and creativity together to generate your deepest work. Here is Christina Mendonca. This is a fresh agenda where we talk to innovators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. I'm Christina Mendonca. Welcome to this little space in the digital universe. Glad to have you here for a while. This particular interview is one of the first I did for this podcast. We're now about 58 shows into it, and I think this interview was like show number two or three. If you're a regular listener, you'll notice that the quality has definitely risen from those first few shows, the technical quality. When I first started this podcast, I just dove in with one laptop and an external mic and a Skype connection. And I now have access to professional studios and thousands in sound equipment. So uh, the technical sound is much better. Although there is still something kind of raw and fun about those early episodes. And certainly the topic today is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And that is travel. It's just been so cold this winter in California. And, you know, I've spoken like a typical Californian. We're down in the 30s and we're all freezing, but I'm thinking of warmer climates. And I know a lot of people who say they are happiest when they have a trip planned, you know, something in the books, something you can look forward to and daydream about when you're in the crush of the week. Travel can be expensive, of course. Uh, that big European trip you want may turn into a quick hop to Vegas when you crunch the numbers. But what if I told you you could stay anywhere in the world, and I'm talking luxury accommodations, for free? I know you're saying, okay, what's the catch? It is a concept known as home exchange. And there are a lot of misconceptions about how to do this. So we're going to unpack it. We'll break it down shortly with our guest today, uh, the president of Home Exchange, Emmanuel Arnaud. But first, I want to tell you about a book I'm reading right now that has lit me on fire. I want you to download the audio version of Stephen Pressfield's Turning Pro. Pressfield is a writer, and he wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance, which is, of course, that uh, movie Brad Pitt stars in. And he's one of those writers that can do fiction and nonfiction equally well. He's written a whole series of books about artists and creativity and living authentically, which is such a catchphrase nowadays. But Pressfield writes beautifully about our amateur lives and our professional lives, breaking down the differences and the possibilities when we decide to turn pro, which is what the book is called, Turning Pro. And I love this quote. What we get when we turn pro, we find our power, we find our will and our voice, and we find our self-respect. We become who we always were, but had until then been afraid to embrace and live out. That's just a little piece from his book, Turning Pro, which he touches on his own admiration for creativity as well as talking about his own creative life. And I see these folks on, you know, Instagram and social all the time, the painters, the musicians, the filmmakers, all turning their hobbies into something that the rest of us can enjoy. We all have bills to pay. So if you can't be creative full time, this book definitely encourages you to do it part time, do it a tenth of the time, but carve out the space to do it. Here's another quote from Pressfield that I absolutely love. I will gladly shell out $24.95 or $9.99 or $0.99 cents on iTunes to read or see or listen to the 24-karat treasure that you have refined from your pain and your vision and your imagination. I need it. We all do. We're struggling here in the trenches. That beauty, that wisdom, those thrills and chills. 
even that mindless escape on a rainy October afternoon. I want it. Put me down for it. That expresses exactly how I feel about the people that I've met online and in-person interviews. People like the artist Shane Grammer, who's up in paradise right now, painting inspirational murals on burned out buildings to try to inspire that town that has been so devastated from the campfire. Uh, That band that's out there hustling, that craft brewer, the accountants, PR reps, and insurance salespeople who are also running creative studios and writing and creating fashion. Uh, This is one of the things that I do that is creative and fun for me, and I get to do it for you and feel like I'm with you when I put out these podcasts and projects. So pick up Pressfield's Going Pro, or really any of his other books. They really are for artists, the artist in all of us, and they'll give you the inspiration that you may need to kickstart your own creativity. All right, you want to talk about a guy who inspires with his creativity. Two guys, actually, Dave and Fred from New Age Aerial. New Age Aerial is a drone photography and videography company that can get you exactly what you need from the air. They've got the FAA licenses to give them all kinds of clearance that you won't find with your typical drone company. And you have to have those clearances. They can do beauty shots or technical shots to assist engineers on the ground. And they have done some gorgeous work for me for some of my production projects and video stories. And they stand ready to help you with those big projects that you have on your calendar for spring. So reach out to them anytime. You've got to call New Age Ariel. Give them a call. Use the phrase Fresh Agenda, the name of this podcast, and Dave will take great care of you. That's New Age Ariel, 916-645-3474 or NewAgeAriel.com. Okay, where do you want to go? New York, Paris, Sri Lanka, maybe a trip to Thailand or Australia, you can stay for free and maybe make some new friends through Home Exchange. I've traveled this way for many years, exchanging my own home with people from Hawaii or Las Vegas or Canada and Europe. I've met some amazing people and done repeat exchanges with some of them. And along the way, I met the president of Home Exchange, Emmanuel Arnaud. And he started a French version of Home Exchange. It was called Guest to Guest. And then he and his partners purchased the American version called Home Exchange. And the company now has like 400,000 homes in 187 different countries, pretty much anywhere you want to go. So if you look them up at homeexchange.com, you can see some of those homes. And if you join, you can reach out to anyone on the site and see if you can arrange an exchange. Now, there are sites like this too, other sites, but Home Exchange is kind of the original and you can break it down into subgroups. So if you're a teacher and you want to exchange with other teachers, there's a subgroup for that. Uh, there are subgroups for science researchers, gay couples, students, retirees, sports fans. So enjoy my interview now with Emmanuel Arnaud. And uh, we're talking about home exchanging. And it's funny, Emmanuel, when I talk to people and tell them that I do this and have done this for a long time, the first thing they say is, oh, my goodness, I could not have someone in my home using my things. How do you do that? How do you let strangers into your home? Talk to me about some of the, the concepts people need to get used to when they're talking about home exchanging. You're totally right, Christina. And there's really a, a weird thing that people who have never done home exchange always think you are insane to let people come into your home, um, you know, strangers you've met on the internet. And then people who've been doing home exchange for quite some time as myself, we're thinking, you guys are insane. You're still paying for a hotel or an Airbnb. It doesn't make any sense. You know, you can do this for free and it's much better. Um, so the things that you have to 
grow comfortable with is really the idea of trust. You have to be comfortable with the idea that you can trust people. Um, and the way to, that trust is going to work is, is really depends from one person to the next. For some people, it's going to be the fact of having a phone conversation with the other home exchanger. For other people, it's going to be reading the reviews. For other people, it's going to be an insurance. For yet other people, it might be um, a, a contract that's signed between the two parties. But whatever helps you to trust the other person, you're going to have to take that first step of trusting somebody else with your home. And then once you've taken it and you've realized that everything went fine and you had some of the best vacation in your life, then you're ready to do it again and again and again. And that's what our members typically do with a number of um, three to four exchanges per year. And they stay members for um, year after year. How do you do it? I mean, I know different different companies have different ways exactly, but but how how is it done? I mean, you go online and you just look for a home you want to stay in? Oh, yeah. It's really pretty simple, Christina. How do you do it? You simply um, join homeexchange.com. Then you create a profile for you, your family, and your home. And then you start contacting people. You know, there's a very easy field like where do you want to go? So if you want to go to Ibiza or if you want to go to Brazil or if you don't want to go to France or if you want to go to somewhere else in the U.S., you know, if you want to go East Coast, for instance, you're going to contact people in Boston, Washington or New York and say, hey, uh, my name is Emmanuel. My name is Christina. We're a family with uh, two kids and we love to exchange home with you. And then people are going to reply and then it's going to click with someone. And there the exchange is organized. We're going to agree on the dates agree on some uh, few logistical details like the keys and um, whether you need to um, to coordinate, for instance, around the cleaning so that you have both the same expectations around cleaning. And then you can uh, just uh, enjoy that whole home to yourself for free. A lot of our viewers will say, I don't live in a fabulous destination. I don't live in Paris. I live in Yuba City. I live in Stockton. I live in Sacramento. Oh. Um, why would anyone want to come and use my home and give me their apartment in Paris for the week? Well, the truth is there's the, those destinations where everybody wants to go, like uh, New York, Paris, Venice, uh, Rome. Um, but all the other um, cities are also extremely popular. And the variety of reasons why people want to come to those cities is um, extraordinary. Sometimes it's because there's a specific um, fair that they want to attend, a specific event, like a concert, or they want to go to a festival, like a music festival, film festival, dance festival, or they want to discover something that's specific to that city, to the culture and the region uh, around which um, that's where that city is. And also sometimes they want to go because, for instance, um, they come from that city. So, you know, imagine you come from Sacramento and you've been uh, living in New York for some time and you have your family and you want to go back home and see your parents and you don't want to live at home and you're going to exchange home with somebody from Sacramento. And these are the types of exchanges we're getting pretty often from people who are moving uh, around and who don't want to be living with their in-laws um, typically. <laughs> and I, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't want to live with their in-laws. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I love my in-laws personally. Me too, me too. You have this on record, right? Absolutely. Okay, good, I'm covered. Uh, one of the, I think the interesting, one of my personal interesting stories from home exchange is we had a relative in a pretty bad car accident 
in mm -hmm. Las Vegas. And um, we had to take our family out there to, to care for him for a while, or at least visit him in the hospital. And I thought, my goodness, it's going to cost a fortune for all of us to get hotel rooms. So I reached out to the home exchange community to see if I could exchange for, for my home. And, uh, and granted to someone on the home exchange community that said, you know what, uh, I don't know if I'll ever make it to your destination, but here is my home. Go ahead and use it for the week to take care of your family. So there's a lot of really interesting uh, friendships and acquaintanceships that come from being a part of this community. Well, you're so right. I mean, um, the fact that there's no money changing hands between the host and the guest means that it's not about the money. And because it's not about the money, um, the best part of each of us can come forward. It's not about making an extra book or having a business plan where you need to make so much per month to be able to pay the apartment that you invested in so you, you don't have any other choice than to have people pay. It's about being a good host. And being a good host is making sure that the people who come to your place are happy and that they feel welcome and that, you know, you listen to your heart more than you do to anything else. And so the kind of stories you're describing happen pretty often that people will just let other people stay and even go to extreme lengths to let them stay in their homes. I remember um, I had an exchange in the south of Spain um, and we were going in uh, March, April, I think, um, around Easter. And um, for them, they didn't have any heating system in their home. It was a secondary home in the, house in the south of Spain because they go pretty often during the summer, and so they don't need a heating system. And for them, in March and April, it was really cold. For me, it was 15 degrees hotter than uh, Paris, where I live. And the family drove to the home, bought some um, electric um, how do you call them? heaters, I guess, uh -huh. and then drove back the, the, the weekend before I went. So they... They took the pains of, you know, going just for one night to their secondary home, driving a few hundred uh, miles, and all that just so that I would be um, feel welcome in their home. And, you know, that's the kind of story that is, is really makes you extremely proud and happy that you're a home exchanger, but also that helps you believe that, um, you know, as human beings, we don't need to, uh, we don't have to sell or rent everything we own. We can also share it um, simply. I like that sentiment. Uh, Tom, talk to me a little bit about uh, taxation. And, uh, you know, with Airbnb and some of the other sharing services, there are taxes because there is money exchanging hands. There is no money exchanging hands here, but are municipalities trying to figure out a way to tax this in this barter economy? So, so that's a very broad um, topic. Um, first of all, because home exchange is not only in the U.S., but it's in 150 countries. So the taxation rules can vary from country to country. And of course, in the US from state to state. Um, what our position is, and um, the legal point of view, is that since there's no money changing hands between the host and the guest, it is not considered as a sub rental. So if you are renting, you can do home exchange. You don't have to, um, it's not legal for you to do home exchange. And there's no taxation um, linked to that because from a legal point of view, it's, it's, it's impossible to differentiate between um, lending your apartment to your sister who's in town, for instance, um, which you're totally allowed to do, and doing a home exchange. So if you start taxing home exchange, that means that you need to start taxing 
each time that you're um, letting a friend borrow something that you own or your home. So as far as I know, there's no example of taxation around home exchanges happening anywhere. Right. Okay. So this is in uh, how many countries now? And what are some, um, I, what are some of the stories that you heard about home exchange that made you think we need to be a part of this and, and we would like to have this company? No. Um, so, um, home exchanges in 150 countries, we've had exchanges in all of these countries. So it's really amazing to think that, you know, people from, uh, um, the Fiji or Samoa or you know, very, very small states around the world have been able to do home exchanges and people have been able to go to their homes and enjoy incredible vacations in their homes. Um, and I guess my personal uh, memory of a home exchange that I love the most, um, surprisingly, is not that of being a guest. And, you know, there's always those amazing homes which um, hold a a special place in your heart because you had great memories in them with your family. But for me, it was really coming home to a perfect uh, apartment um, in Paris. The guests have taken very good care of it, as they always do. And there was a thank you note with some bottles of wine and some homemade jam I would give for my kids. And the thank you note was with a Spanish family. And they had written, um, Dear Emmanuel and family, we uh, would like to thank you for this vacation. Our um, children told us it was the best vacation that they had ever had in their lives. Um, and they insisted that we buy this gift for your children to thank them for um, letting our kids borrow their toys. And that feeling I had reading that note was just extraordinary. I felt like such a good guy. Like, it hadn't cost me anything, and I had um, just, you know, opening my, my door to uh, some, some family from Spain, and they had been able to have the best vacation in their lives, and both of our families were educating the next generation to share it. Um, and I thought it was great. It, it was just a, a feeling that, that trumps even, you know, having an amazing house with a pool in the heart of Marrakesh, as I did with my family. It's just, you know, you... you, you you feel you're part of something that has meaning and that's good and that more people on earth should be doing. Um, and that's priceless. Ah, oh, that is a great story. I, I feel similarly when someone has said they've had a great time at our home or left a nice note or in our guest book. Uh, sometimes they find things out about your area that you didn't know about. And, and yeah, exactly. And there's really something there, there's really something around pride of being a good host. You know, people who say thank you, we, we really had a great vacation in our home. I love your decoration. You know, I uh, I look at it on the bookshelves and I read a good book thanks to you, or I discovered a a um, a, a jazz musician for for me, like uh, jazz music um, thanks to you. I think that's really great. You know, that there's this exchange happening also on another level that, that people get to know each other. It's also much more personal than staying in a hotel. That's what I found, that you, know, you actually get to be part of the community rather than staying in a more touristy area. Exactly. And it goes from very, very small details around how, um, you know, the furniture, how they chose the furniture, or what kind of things they had in their cupboards, uh, where you can discover new ingredients, like more spicy ingredients if you're going to a Latin American country or to Mexico. 
um, to um, really living there and having the address. Like if you come to my place and you know you're invited, Christina, if you want to come to to my home in Paris, I'll give you the address of the good boulangerie. You know, you shouldn't be going to the boulangerie right next to my home because there you'll just have an average croissant and pain au chocolat. I'll give you the real address where you should go and you know the real cafe where you should go. And, you know, a hotel is just different, um, you know. So it's really being a part of a community online, being a part of a community when you stay and getting kind of an insider's view of the area so that as a tourist, you can visit and, and have some insider information to have an excellent vacation. Exactly. There's, there's being part of that community and getting these um, insider information. But there's also that idea of exchanging often with a family that's a little bit like yours. Um, I have three children, age uh, two, five, and seven, all boys, very, very tiring, uh, but, but good, great fun nonetheless. And, um, you know, when you're able to exchange with a family who, like you, has a toddler, who, like you, has a, um, how do you call it, a, a crib, like a, the bed with the bars, um, so that the kid, uh, yeah, or um, uh, the, the table where you can change the children and when there's toys in the home. Well, there's just so many things that you don't need to bring with you and so many things, so many good reasons that the kids are going to have fun. Um, like uh, I remember once I uh, exchanged homes with uh, another family, and so they had two kids the same age than my two kids. At, at that time, I had only two kids, so they were the exact same age. So the toys were perfect, the logistics with the you know, the stroller and everything was perfect, and they let us use their car, which had two car seats, which were just perfect for my kids. So here I was, you know, I just hopped off the train, grabbed a cab, and then I landed in a home where there was a perfect car with the perfect seats and the perfect um, house for my kids. And they even had like this home cinema thing with um, a lot of DVDs, like the French equivalent of Sesame Street. So my kids had more fun than they've ever had, uh, you know, at home. Excellent. Well, I do want to address this. Um, behind you is a sign that says guest to guest. And I know that your company recently acquired Home Exchange. Um, how long have you had the company now? And what uh, changes, if any, do you anticipate? Of course, that's a great question. So home, home Exchange has homeexchange.com has been around for about 25 years, and guest to guest has been around for five years. Um, guest to guest has been uh, knowing very, very rapid growth because we have a different business model from homeexchange.com, and we're I would more in a startup mode in the sense that we've raised a significant amount of money. Um, with um, more than $40 million to be able to fuel our growth because our vision is that millions of people around the world um, would love home exchange and they just need to try it once to do it again and again and again. Um, and so we've recently announced, and I'm very proud to announce, that we've acquired homeexchange.com, who has been the pioneer of home exchange, um, thanks to homeexchange.com founder Ed Cushions. Um, and who's been around for 25 years and who has grown an amazing community of uh, roughly 70,000 people all around the world. Um, the changes that we expect to have in the future are to keep both brands separate and to have homeexchange.com be a more premium brand um, and guest2guest.com be a more um, mainstream brand. Um, and you can see that in the difference of business models. Um, homeexchange.com, you will be asked to pay $150 and you'll be part of a club of home exchangers. 
Whereas guest to guest, you can join for free and exchange for free, and you'll be offered services like insurance or deposit that will help you um, travel with more peace of mind when you're doing home exchange. Um, so both brands will serve the same vision of having millions of people doing home exchange, but they'll serve different segments of the population. Excellent. Well, Emmanuel Arnaud, thank you so much for your time today. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you think is important to note for our viewers? Um, well, thanks for asking. Is there anything that you should know about? Oh, yeah, I'm moving to Boston um, this summer with my family. We're um, extremely committed to uh, ensuring a great success of both uh, guest to guest and HomeExchange.com in the U.S., so I'm moving on the East Coast. I wish I could come to Sacramento. Uh, a little more sun and a better weather than uh, Boston. But for business reasons, it's just so much easier for us to be on the East Coast with the proximity to Europe. And so, yeah, I, uh, I hope you're going to be hearing a lot more about Home Exchange and, uh, and our two brands um, in the time to come as we want to make it big in the U.S. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Emmanuel Arnault. You can check out more on Home Exchange at homeexchange.com. And I'll have a story up on my IGTV that I did about Home Exchange so you can see a video version as well. Just a fun concept. And I have met the coolest people from video game execs to fashion designer retirees. And even if you decide Home Exchange isn't your thing, I hope you have a trip planned soon. Whether it's a quick hop out of town or something you've been saving for and planning for months, there's nothing like new spaces to spark your creativity and refocus and re-energize you. I've got a couple of things planned for the coming months, and I'm looking forward to a stamp or two in my passport and maybe some sunnier climates. So thank you for being here for a fresh agenda. If you like the show, please let me know. Comments are always welcome. You can reach out through my website, christinamendonza.com. You can also hear me each morning on the KFBK Morning News, Monday through Friday. You can find us on the iHeartRadio app at KFBK or online at KFBK.com. And we usually Facebook live every day today, every day as well. And if you're not in the Sacramento area, you can find us at those places. If you are in the Sacramento area, well, you know where to find us on the dial because it is the major news station in town. Now, upcoming shows on a fresh agenda include conversations with celebrity chef Tyler Florence, uh, the co-founder of HGTV will be joining us and my favorite ASM artist, Whispers Red, which uh, that's going to be a fun episode if you have never heard of ASMR of, or have always been kind of curious about it. So look for those episodes in the coming weeks and look for a few changes on the show as well. Uh, I've got uh, some revamping I'm going to be doing in the coming weeks for a fresh agenda. So thanks for being here. As always, I appreciate your time. Let's stay connected. This is a fresh agenda. Bringing your productivity and creativity together to generate your deepest work.